and welcome to the latest podcast for Out of Hours. Um, obviously, we just had week two in the NFL season, so we're just going to have a look at last week's games. Um, we've got some questions from our own community, um, and then we're just going to make some predictions on week three games. Um, so, yeah, so obviously we are Out of Hours, um, primarily a Madden League, um, but we also have a sort of just NFL general community um, so we're running these podcasts sort of not every week, but every week or two weeks. Um, and we're going to get different people on from our community to just discuss the NFL, what's happened, what's um, their thoughts and stuff on, on the league. So this week I am joined by T.O. and C.B. Um, so welcome you guys, obviously I'm Chris. Um, so welcome to them. Um, T.O., do you want to just introduce yourself? You've been on before, but just give a little introduction if you want to use your real name that's fine um yeah my just... name's tom i've uh, been in out of hours for oh god every time i don't know like six six years something like that i think it's um, seven <laughs> been playing playing madden obviously won a super bowl not going to talk too much about it um but yeah lovely community all right uh so yeah cb you were on for the preview so welcome again Thanks for having me, Chris. Um, I'm Carl. Um, been out of hours for far too long, way before Tom. Um, all, all went down here when he joined. So <laughs> that's another story. Um, yeah, great community, great bunch of lads, minus a few. <laughs> yeah, we'll mention any of those names. No, no, no names. No names too early in the evening for that. I'm not just, just, just Glenn. Just Glenn. Just Glenn. Just Glenn. Yeah. yeah. Just. <laughs> But yeah, far too many Scottish people in our group. So <laughs> the, more, the more English, the better. For you. Uh, yeah, okay. Right, we'll, we'll move on there then. Um, okay, look, so as I said, we're going to have a look at the week two games. Um, so we're, we're going to start with the last one, actually. Um, so Chiefs Ravens was the late game on the Sunday. Um, or was it the Monday night game? What was it? I can't remember. Monday night. Yeah, Monday night, Chief Ravens. Um, so, yeah, what did you guys think of Chiefs Ravens? So, no, it wasn't Monday night, it was the late Sunday game. Yeah, so yeah. Baltimore Ravens 36, Kansas City Chiefs 35. Well, what can you say about this game? We had everything, though, didn't it? Um, yeah. Chiefs went out to a comfortable lead late in the fourth. Um, then Charles Edwards, or whatever his name, fumbles a ball, puts Roman back in position, and an unlikely victory or snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. So, I think it was a great signal for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't give him the credit he deserves. Um, and also for the, the the call, I think that was a meme that went went viral, right. wasn't it? Where yeah. John Harbour was like, "Do we want to go for yeah. it?" Yeah, and um, that's just Lamar Jackson all over, isn't it? Like that X factor, like everybody makes mistakes, yeah. you know. So um, he's not the perfect quarterback, but he's got something that almost nobody else has. Yeah, I, I mean, I I watched the first half and then thought, oh, this is over. Um, so disappeared off the bed um, and then was a bit shocked when I woke up and saw the score. Um, but that, I mean, that first half, like Lamar, his first two couple of drives were really not that good. Um, the first pick he threw wasn't helped by Watkins, um, 
who slipped, but it wasn't a great throw. And then the second one was just awful. Just yeeted it um, in a triple coverage picked off by Tyron Matthew. Um, yeah, really wasn't good. Um, but the second half, I mean, I I only watched the highlights to just kind of catch up. Um, it was Chiefs are a strange team. Um, I think their all lines improved. Um, every time I watch the Chiefs, and this is a bit of a bold statement, but Mahomes needs to learn how to take a sack. The amount of times you see him scrambling and then either fumbles the ball or takes a 15-yard sack. There was one towards the end of that game. I, I think that cost them the game. He took that sack. I think had had he not done that, they would have got, I think it was on second down, they would have probably got the first down and that would have probably been game over. But he took the sack, gave the Ravens the ball back. Sorry, I'm probably giving you PTSD here, Tom, listening to this, saying about players not taking players taking the sack. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I thought Mahomes cost them that game. Um, the Ravens were unbelievable in that second half. Um, I thought they were absolutely brilliant after thinking first half that they're not that great of a team. I thought they were absolutely unbelievable. Lamar was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was as CB said, it was a game that had everything. It was one of the games where you think the Chiefs are not as explosive like, well, like they were a couple of seasons ago. But yeah, you look at the, the score stats, they're still, well, home still threw for 350 yards, three touchdown, one interception. And they still rush for about 600 yards. So, yeah, they shot down hill. They completely put, shut down hill. Yeah, put, putting over 400 yards against a decent Ravens defense. I know it's ravaged by injuries, etc. Um, it's still impressive, but again, we've bought more Ravens, who's got 14 members of the first squad on IR at the moment, to mm. actually come back. Yeah, it's going to be a diff- tricky season to predict. Pre- 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 yeah, that is, I did. I did actually write down in my notes when I was when I was watching the game. I think one of the ones I've written down is the Ravens tackling on the Kelsey touchdown was Glenn esque. <laughs> I think for everybody, anyone that, that, that knows what that means, yeah. They can they can probably envisage how that touchdown went, but yeah, the, it was it was a game I think that had it all. Um, right, okay, doc. So Titans Seahawks was one of the nine pm games. Um, was a interesting game, although Sky did deny us the end of that because they turned it off on red zone um, and then didn't show it on the late coverage. Tennessee Titans won thirty three thirty after overtime. Um, pretty impressive comeback, to be perfectly honest. Um, so what was your thoughts on that one? It was kind of like the same, but in reverse, where at half time I was like, the Seahawks have this in the bag. Um, and I was I was kind of thinking, um, you know, the Titans have had a lot of change in the offseason with coaches, obviously moving to the Falcons and things. So um, I was kind of like, oh, OK, so maybe they were a system team. Um, and then it wasn't until the second half they just seemed to explode. And Derek Henry is just an absolute monster. It's yeah. like no matter what the team does, he's still getting five yards. Right, regardless. You can have everybody try and tackle him and he still was gonna make it. Um Julio, after a terrible week one, was back to doing what he does. Although he does need to start wearing green boots. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, that yeah. was a that was a touchdown. I'm sorry, but that was a touchdown. Yeah. So um 
yeah, I thought it was just like a, another really exciting game where like and the same with the uh, Chiefs Ravens, like who, who would you say is going to be more likely to be in the Super Bowl at the end of the season? I couldn't split them. And it's like either one of them on their day could have won that this game. Um, and I'm sure the Seahawks will be more obviously pissed off because they lost, but they they should have shut out that game. Wagner was all over the place. But yeah, that sack he had on Tannehill, I I heard it from over the Atlantic. It was he had he had 16 tackles, which is three yeah. times more than anybody else on his team. Yeah, he's insane. But yeah, that that sack was incredible. Um, I think Tannehill probably woken up with a quite sore the next morning after that one. Yep. One other thing I'll take from it is Tyler Lockett is one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. Because every time I saw a bit of red zone, it was Tyler Lockett being <laughs> caught in a 40-yard pass from Russell Wilson, running away from everybody. Yeah. Um, just don't get a credit he deserves, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I agree. But, I, think he, I think he's awesome. Um, he was one of my top ones in fantasy this year. Um, everybody seems to be high on Metcalf, but Lockett yeah. just seems to, as you said, he, he just seems to find like the ball goes up in there and you think, Christ, where's that going? And then there, there's Lockett with nobody need him, like yeah. 50, 40, 50 yards down the field. Um, and it seems to be every every time you watch the Seahawks, it seems to happen. But like, like Tom said, like, half-time, 24-9 was the score. Um, Tyne's away from home at the Seabank. Is it, is it Seabank or Cint- what's their uh, name? Like, like Cint- Cint- I think. I think they changed it recently, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and you think you think the game's over, and then second half times come out, led by Derrick Henry breaking tackles left, right, and centre. Yeah. Um, it's now called Lumen Field. Lumen, Lumen Field. Field. What's that? That, name? that Seattle offense in the last ten minutes was really poor, though. Like really poor. Yeah. No, they, there's no Legion of Boom anymore, is there? No. I mean, that again, I, I took some notes when I, when I watched the highlights. One of the things I sort of said was just, Russ is just insane. And if he had either an O-line or a good defence, then I think that team would be... Or a safety that could cover. Or that, yeah. Um, I, th- I think he's been better so far this season after his dreadful grading last year I think he has been better um, but yeah I don't think either of these two teams we will see deep in the playoffs I think they'll both be wildcard teams possibly I think the Seahawks may miss out because of that, their division um, I think Tannehill and Henry will drag them into the playoffs but I think Titans especially poorly coached and bad defence um, which CB, you'll probably remember from the preview. I think I yeah. was quite critical of that defense going into the season, um, and I think only Tannehill and Henry was the reason they won that game. Um, but it was it was a really really good game. I really enjoyed kind of especially the last sort of five ten minutes when it was the only game on. Um, I thought it was a really really good game. Um, right, okay, doc. So we'll move on to the Vikings Cardinals again. Oh <laughs> Um, that was such a good uh, did you hear the commentary at the end of the game it was like yes. there was one from the Cardinals which you know, he was screaming and then the one from the Vikings was so awful because he basically <laughs> celebrated oh no and had to be like oh no he's missed 
Yeah. Imagine if you were listening, like, in Minnesota, freezing your balls <laughs> off somewhere. And then you hear, oh, yeah, he scored. He scored. Yeah, yeah. What? What? What did he say? Yeah. Yeah. So, Arizona topped Minnesota 34-33 uh, um, after the Vikings drove down right at the end of the game. I think it was only about a 31-yard field goal or something like that. It was almost a chip shot. And he kind of made a bit of an arse of it. Um, so, yeah, what was your thoughts on kind of, other than it was just an awesome game? Um, <sighs> Kyler Murray, man, he seems so yeah. good. But at the same time, sometimes I watch him in the same way you're talking about Mahomes. He just does some crazy stuff where he's just, he, he, he's like a cornered rat that's trying to get out. And he just runs in every different direction. And so, like, like half the time it seems amazing. But then half the time I'm like, you shouldn't have to do this. Um, and then the other thing was the rookie wide receiver, Rondell Moore. Yeah. He looks so good. He's um, fast. In a, in a draft class of really high-profile names, a guy that was basically not talked about at all, and then went in the second round, and he seems so good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned there, like, Kyler Murray. Like, one of the things I kind of noted was that fourth and five throw. Um, on yeah, the 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 five yard, he, he threw it deep. That throw was unbelievable. The composure on fourth down, and even to call that play and then to execute it with the to show the composure that he did was unbelievable. Um, I would disagree with what you said there. I think about similar to Mahomes. I think Kyler seems to. Mahomes will scramble and then take the sack. Kyler seems to get out of it or throw a pick. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's that's what I kind of mean. Like, yeah, but the, look the at, cards wide receivers do have a knack of getting open, but I think that's down to Kyler's scrambling ability that he's able to extend the play by five seconds, six seconds. That I know stats don't say everything, open. but you look at Kyler's stats and he threw two picks, whereas you look at Kirk Cousins and he had a perfect game, really, yeah. from... But we're not talking about Cousins because they lost because of a field goal. But yeah. like, you know, and people don't talk about Cousins generally. They don't really he put, he give put them in a position to win. Yeah. yeah. But like Kirk. people are talking about Kyler Murray as like the next, you know, amazing quarterback, which is fair enough. And I just think it could go either way for him. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't be the best without passing. Like it's the Tom Brady thing, isn't it? Kirk Cousins in the last two weeks have been near faultless to yeah. so just a, Just the defense yeah. have been letting them down. Um, this game there was no defense at all. Um, it was just literally who could outscore one another. Uh, yeah. I agree with um, what Tom says um, regarding Murray. He does have a bit of Patrick Mahomes about it, but a bit of Lamar Jackson as well. Yeah, like, his pace and escapability is off the charts. Like one of the stats he's got, he um, on three possessions he held the ball for over five seconds behind the line of scrimmage before either making a play or throwing it deep. It's, that's unbelievable. Like, mm. I thought Deshaun Watson was good at escaping the pocket until he saw this game and he's running around. It looked like Ben playing Madden, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like That's a skill, but at the same time, you look at somebody like Tom Brady, he can't do it, so he doesn't do it. Yeah. And it's like, is it a poison chalice, basically? Because he can do that. It means that, A, he holds on to it when maybe he shouldn't. And B, he's like forever looking to for an opportunity or for somebody to come open. And I just like half the time I'm watching, he just seems to be 
scrambling for his life. I think that's throw the ball. Yeah, I think that's where his problem is going to get is when he comes up against teams that with much better defensive coordinators that will scheme up these kind of things to stop that. That's where he's going to get probably more so in the playoffs. I'm almost certain that the Cardinals are are going to make the playoffs this year. Um, That is going to be interesting um, to see how he gets on sort of later on in the season or even Juden playing against better defences, better defensive coordinators that will be able to scheme up things against that to be able to contain him and he's going to have to beat them in the pocket. That's going to be interesting. the difference between Colin Murray and say Lamar Jackson is when he does scramble and he does throw, like you say about Lamar Jackson, like throwing picks, like stupid interceptions, trying too yeah. much. The wide receiver depth they've got at Cardinals, um, mm-hmm. like Hopkins and um, Green's there, you got Kirk, True. you got more. They're experienced players. So as soon as the play starts breaking down, you can see the receivers actually sitting in pockets, getting yeah. open for a pass. Um, where the Ravens wide receiver group is not the greatest. Yeah. They've got some good players. They've got a great tight end, but they run the route, and if it breaks down, they're going to keep running it. They're not going to try and make space or get open for an easy pass. And I think that's the difference between them. I think the supporting lineup round Cardinals is better than the Ravens at the moment. So Murray's getting away with a lot more mm-hmm. than the Marwood. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to, obviously, he came in last year, had D-Hop handed to him on a plate. Um, obviously, that, that helped tremendously. Um, and then they've, I think they've only just improved, improved it in the off-season. Um, so he's obviously got that there. I think the O-line isn't great, but um, they, they seem to give him enough time. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how the Cardinals do. I think that defence is not bad, but it'll be interesting to see how they get on um, as the season continues. Right, we'll move on to probably the most boring game of the week, including two of the most boring teams in the league, um, with the Bengals versus the Bears. Um, So the Bears topped at 2017. Um, Chicago (laughs) fans got their want with Justin Fields coming in. Um, Unfortunately, Dirty Dalton went down. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Bears 20, Bengals 17. Um, what's your thoughts on that one? So, for, so, for me, it was boring for three quarters and then suddenly came alive. And it was like each team was trying their hardest to lose the game, <laughs> just like throwing it to the opposition defenders. Uh, it was really interesting to see their stat for Burrow where I think he had the longest active streak of throws without throwing an interception, which is really impressive. And then threw three in a row. (laughs) And I think, again, it's the same thing of like a young player just trying to make things happen and and taking unnecessary risks. Yeah. Um, Justin Fields, like, he's going to take him a bit of time to settle. I love him, but we'll have to, you know, the jury's out. With me, like, these games are just... I mean, including the Falcons as a Falcon fan, these take nothing games with nothing teams that we know are not going to make the playoffs. It's kind of just like you grin and bear it and wait for it to be finished. And I didn't enjoy anything about this game. No, it was just it was just sloppy from start to finish. Jamar um, Chase looks like he, he could be yeah, good. Yeah, Burrows and Chase. If, if they can protect Burrows, that, I think those two could be special. Um, although... I, the very first thing I wrote down after the, watching this game was just the Bengals are going to get Burrow killed. Like, 
it's insane like that they've not realized that they need to protect them they've got some a special talent there they're just going to get them destroyed through injuries if they if they can't protect them um, we we spoke about that on the um previous yeah. show didn't we regarding the yeah. Bengals o-line um Burrows and Jamal Chase look good but he's not going to survive a season if they don't protect him no um that um, uh, one of the other things I'd written down from that game was the the Robert Quinn hit out of bounds was just beyond stupid could have cost them um it was well played by Burrows I mean he was he wasn't touched particularly hard but that Flop. was just stupidity. And I think that summed up what I said earlier about it just being a slop, sloppy, sloppy game. Both teams sloppy. The the Bears defense, I think, won them the game. There's some good players on there. Raquan Smith is elite. Um, I think he will probably become the best linebacker in the league, probably once Bobby Wagner retires. Um the Chicago defense is okay. Um but just a I think coach. they're I think they are the most, uh, that was one of the other things I wrote down, they are the most boring offence, I think, in the history of the NFL. David Montgomery, the running back, they need to feed him more. He looks an incredible talent where he's underutilised in that bloody offence. It's just just boring. Just boring to watch them. Um, You just seem to, it's just going to be run, two-yard gain, pass, incompletion. And then third and long, get six yards, punt fourth and two. Like to me, that's just the Bears. They're just boring. Um, but yeah, we'll have, I, I, I think you summed that up quite well, Tom. That I don't think we'll see either of these two teams in the. Well, we definitely won't see the Bengals, but I don't think we'll see the Bears in the in the postseason. Um, but right, okay, so we'll we'll move on to the next one. So the Patriots versus the Jets. Um, which I enjoyed massively, um, which finished Patriots 25, Jets 6 um, in New York. Um, so what was, I'll start with you guys and I'll finish it off with my thoughts. Well, you know how much I enjoy the Patriots and failing. So I'm holding, my, holding the jury out. I think the Patriots are overrated and are nowhere near the team they were but they've just been playing crapper teams. I think the Jets are just an absolute dumpster fire. Agreed. And I can't believe that I already think this, that they need to basically start again. They need to, they've already done it like two times, but they need to just get rid of all their talent, um, get a new coach who actually knows what they're doing and start from the ground up again. I think they literally have just caught loser and they can't get rid of it. And every, I mean, the, the video that we, I saw earlier today on a play <laughs> where, like, you had multiple O-line blocking each other instead of the Patriots. You had two people blocking nobody. And then you had the, the another person getting annihilated by a Patriots defender. And then another one just rushing Zach Wilson's face. I think they're just setting Zach Wilson up to fail. It's going to yeah. be Darnold Mark II. I don't think it was Darnold's fault. You can see his performances in Carolina now that he's not as bad as he looked when he was a Jet. I think it's just, it's the difference between a well-run organisation and literally a horrendous one. Um, But that said, I still think that I want the Patriots to fail and uh, I think they're overrated and their roster is nowhere near the talent it's previously been at. And I think you'll finish 8-8 and get annihilated by the Bills. 
I'll I'll let CB go and then I'll disagree with everything you just said there. Well, you think the Jets are good? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't want to talk about too much about um, Wilson because I know SC's got a question regarding that later on in the show. Um, I don't think it's Robert Sala's first head coaching gig at New York. He needs some time to get his philosophies about. Um, I think Belichick schemed up a perfect defense for the Jet teams, confused the hell out of Zach Wilson. Um, I slightly agree with Tom. I don't think the Patriots are a team to be fearful for anymore. I think that's a correct term. Like you don't expect to lose against them each and every time. Okay. I think there's a lot of weakness there. Um, they've still got one of the greatest head coaches ever. But, yeah. So I, I liken things. it to when Fergie left United and everybody stopped being scared of Man United and you had these lower league teams that used to go to Man United and play for a draw. Yeah. And then all of a sudden West Brom would be going to try and win at United and actually get a 3-2 win. And that's why David Moyes had what he had. That's what's happening at the Patriots. Or will happen. Come on, Chris, you can now talk for half hour about Matt. About <laughs> no, you've got, no, you've got I'm, 10 seconds left. No, I'm not, I'm not going to go on too much. I'm just basically going to go through the points that I've, I've made. So, it is... First one, it is scary how alike Mark is to Brady. Now, I'm not saying Mark is Brady. Like, I am not oh saying that. Oh, my God. But in terms of stature and the way that he throws and he moves in the pocket, it's scary how I like it. Like, if you, if you turn on that game, you, you could genuinely think, that's Brady. Like, wow. just looking at him behind the pocket. Like, I'm not saying, like, he doesn't throw the ball as well as Brady. I know that he's not as accurate as Brady. He's not Tom Brady. I know that. But it's scary to watch him and, like, see how similar he is. Um the O-line, there's an issue with. It's not consistent enough. It's a very, very good O-line. I think it's one of the best in the league, but it's not consistent enough. Whether or that, how much that has to do with Joe Thune leaving, obviously we've got the Rook in there, Michael, and I can never pronounce his name. I'm just going to call him Big Mike. Very good. Um, we've brought back Trent Brown. Very good. They need to gel. Um, but I think it is one of the best O-lines in the league. JC Jackson, awesome. Needs to learn how to be a number one corner. If he does, he'll be one of the best in the league. If he can if he can sort his man coverage out, he'll be one of the best corners in the league. He's unbelievable. Harris, running back, awesome. That run when he carried, I think it was at least seven Jets defenders. He basically carried in the end zone. Unbelievable. Um, very excited to watch him this season. Zach Wilson, again, don't want to say too much, but he is bad. All four picks are on him. It's not like one of them was tipped, but it was tipped because he threw it straight to Pat's defender in quad coverage. He was awful. Um, the Pat's D-line has massively, massively improved. Matt Judon is unbelievable. Uche was unbelievable. Has been week one and two. Um, and Playing terrible O-line. Yes, I agree. Um, both weeks, but you can only judge it on what he's what he's came up against and he's been awesome both weeks um jets they're just dreadful they're awful um 
And the last thing I will say is Josh McDaniels came out, I think, yesterday and said that the playbook is almost fully open for Mac and that they're holding very little back from him. And my only thing to say to that would be, well, Josh, you suck, because we're not far off the Bears being the most boring offense in the league. Um, there'll be the odds flea flicker or whatever throw in but it's so boring to watch you know what's coming every time and i'm sick fed up with josh mcdaniels um thankful for everything he's done he's won multiple super bowls but i'm bored of him seriously bored of him and that yeah that's what i have to yeah. say on the patriots I imagine game. he's listening to this furious probably not but you never know some someone might tell him did any of you play the like NFL streaks? Yes. One of the picks that um, Wilson threw reminded me of that so much. I think it was when he tipped up by someone and JC Jackson came down with it. I got yeah. tipped about four or five times, I'm thinking. That was the first one, yeah. It was yeah. Uh, uh, DMAC t- uh, tipped it and then JC Jackson came down with it. That was the first one. And mm-hmm. that. Harris, um, was it Harris touchdown where he broke eight tackles. That was just yeah. that was that was Glynn's defending. That was, <laughs> just, that was just it, it can't be Glynn's though because the, the defenders actually touched Harris, whereas if it was Glenn, they would have just dived past him. <laughs> Almost in his feet, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, um. <laughs> Right, next game, Rams versus Colts. So that was a nine o'clock game, wasn't it, I think? Or was it? Yeah, it must have been because it was the Rams. Um, yeah, so the Rams topped the Colts 27-24. Um, Jesus, fucking daddy long legs just flew in my face. Um, <laughs> shot myself. Uh, right. the game. <laughs> Yeah, probably was, to be honest. Um, Again, I thought it was a pretty boring game. I think I only wrote down two things from this game in that the Rams are very good and Wentz should just retire. Um, He can't stay healthy. Like, to injure both ankles in the same game, come on. Um, Yeah, I think he just needs to, he needs to Andrew Luckett and just retire um, before he gets himself seriously injured. But I don't know what you guys thought on that one. Yeah, I mean... It's hard. Uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say what I'm about to say because I feel terrible. But like, and as somebody that's had serious injuries in the past, you, you sometimes it affects you more mentally. And there Fair is point. a thing around toughness. And like, is 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 it where apparently you know like Andrew Luck? The story is is that he was in like virtual agony, just walking, um, and yet he was still trying to play and stuff. Is yeah. Wentz the same thing? I, I, it feels like just even the littlest thing, and he's out on the sideline. I could that could be the harshest thing in the entire world. He could be listening furious right now, um, <laughs> and it's just a question. I think like there's just something about the Colts which is just so meh. Like they don't yeah. see like all their players are just seem average, and their play is average. But then that's what surprises me is that the the Rams only just beat them. So mm-hmm. like, are the Rams that good? I get the feeling they're kind of one of the teams that people might get carried away on and then they get found out later in the year when they start playing somebody good. Well, um, this week. We'll see them this week. Yeah. Big, big game this week. Cooper Cup deserves a wheel for getting nine receptions. Yeah. Uh, About 400 yards. <laughs> so, yeah, like I, I take away from it, like, the Colts, the Colts are average. 
they're not going to. They're another one that are not going to be at the end of the year. And then um, are the Rams as good as we think they are? They'll definitely be there at the end of the year, but they'll probably go out in the playoffs like they do every year. Uh, my thing is, I think the Rams played terrible. I think they underperformed against a Colts team. Um, I think I do favour them quite highly this year to go a long way into the playoffs. Um, they're one of my teams to watch. Um, Colts don't—they don't spend money. Colts don't. They draft, they buy, they get their players in, they sign them to extensions, etc. And they're the most boringest team. They're well well managed. Their front office is fantastic of recruiting great players, but it's just again, like Tom said, it's just bleh. nothing interesting about that team whatsoever. Um, Wentz tries too much with his injury history. Always yeah. tries to make the big plays. Where if he checked it down a little bit more or t- took the simpler pass, maybe he won't get hit too off hit hit that much. Um, but that injury that or when his knee got rolled underneath him by Aaron Donald, well, that looked yeah, horrible. That, that looked horrible. That was a not safe for Paul moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked, it, it, that looked a catastrophe. I think that was the was that the second one or was that the first one? I can't remember. I think that, that was the second, the second one. Yeah, that was, he, that went, was he, he, he went off after that and never came back. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm calling him soft. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that looked a bad one. Um, right, okay, Aaron, no, so, Aaron, sorry, on you go. Aaron Donald bent his knee like the completely the wrong way, and yeah, <laughs> soft. He just got up and walked away. Walk it off. <laughs> yeah, walk it oh. off. Right, right, okay, no, So we'll we'll move on to I think CB will just let you take this one. So the Texans Browns. Um, I was really disappointed to see Tyrod go down. Um, because that Texans team in week one looked really, really good. Um, but the so the Cleveland eventually won at 31-21. Um, I think probably a lot of people turned off after Tyrod went down. But yeah, CB, what, you, what was your thoughts on that one? Um, my main thought, if Tyrod stayed in the game, we would have won that game. Um, we, I said to you in the preseason that we've going to be surprisingly competitive all throughout this season. Um, annoyingly so, because Tyrod's a, a great quarterback when he's healthy and he's not been able to stay healthy for the last three years. Um, and I, he, I can't see him being a quarterback of the future. He's done well. Um, our offensive coordinator deserves a lot of credit going back from the Bill O'Brien days um, to what the playbook is now. Of scheming guys open. Um, defensively, we shut down their run game for three quarters, um, and then Chubb and Hunt literally turned it up in the second half when they were chewing out the clock. Um, yeah, I was disappointed. Um, I was ex- first half. I thought we were the better team, to be honest. Um, Second half, rookie came in. First, third quarter, it was a bit sloppy and um, fourth quarter, he played really well, and we were still in it within the last six minutes to go. So, yeah, 
I think people got the wrong thought about the Texas this year. We're going to be surprisingly competitive. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, that was one of the things I kind of took up from it. Sort of, are the Texans actually good? Um, I think they're in trouble now with no tie rod. Um, but one of the other things I kind of noted down was, is that really a bad Obviously, it's bad for Tyrod, um, bad for Texans fans having to watch them probably get beat most weeks. But were they going to contend? Probably not. Um, so, tank, basically, now. It's tank. But, again, yeah. we've got Davis Mills, who's a third-round quarterback that we picked up this year. He only played 10 games in college. So, we took a bit of a flyer on him. Um, if he stayed in college this year, he would have been probably a potential first round pick with more games mm. um, we've got a very tough game on Thursday against the Panthers team who lead, who lead the, uh, who's got number one defence in the league um, it's probably good that Tyrod went down injured so we know what we got with David Smills and yeah. in, in training camp he was up and down had a lot more good moments and bad moments but it's good to see what we've got from him. Um, yeah. Look, so we'll see how many turnovers he makes on Thursday night. But yeah, I must admit, I'm sorry, anyway. We're going to be there or thereabouts, or we're going to keep teams close for three, four, three or four quarters, and we'll see. But it's going to be entertaining watching them. Yeah. No, I must admit, I'm, I'm looking forward to that game on Thursday night. Um, as I said, the Texans, I don't know. They, they seemed to, after we, again, it was only the Jags that played week one. Um, and then obviously got beat after losing Tyrod. But Browns, loaded team. If they can get it going, they'll beat anyone. But I am still not sold on the, the Browns. As I think I said in the in the pre-season podcast, the Browns are the Browns. Um, I just don't know if they they can get it going. Um, but yeah, I'll have to wait and see how both of them get on. Right, we'll move on to the next game, which was the Steelers and Raiders. Uh, so the Raiders topped the Steelers 26-17 in Pittsburgh. Um, quite an interesting game, actually. They seem to be on Red Zone quite a bit. Um, Tom, I know you're playing Madden at the moment, but if you can... <laughs> if you want to chime in... Yeah, I thought it was uh, quite a good kind of defensive display against the run. Neither team really kind of uh, kind of took hold of the game. It was kind of like an old school classic battle. Um, Harris looked good. He did. I mean, he still only averaged three point five yards. So, uh, but that that stiff arm was incredible, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, he looked like a bit of a monster with that. Um, but yeah, like I mean. For me, these are another couple of teams. I mean, the Raiders have, have been surprisingly good. And I kind of, you expected the Steelers to be in the position they're in. Um, I think the Raiders are ahead of where I'd expect them to be. Maybe they might be a bit of a dark horse to compete later on. Um, Darren Waller's a monster. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of, it, it wasn't the world's greatest game, um, but. It's close, and again, I like I like big teams losing, so I was happy to see the Steelers lose. <laughs> yeah, I think the Raiders. I mean, CB and I obviously were on the preseason one, and kind of were 
an agreement about John Gruden, don't trust them, don't know, never know what the Raiders are going to do, but they, they seem to have figured something out. Um, I, I just kind of quite put my finger on. Well, um, Carr seems to be a different quarterback this year. Um, and I mean, I, I, this isn't like a stat, but it's just kind of an observation. But the Raiders never seem to be blown out. I mean, somebody could hit me now with a stat and say they get blown out more than any other team in the league. <laughs> obviously, I, I don't watch their games unless they're playing the Patriots, which obviously isn't very often. Um, and I only see them on red zone. But they always seem to be competitive. doesn't matter who they're playing. They always beat the Chiefs once a year um, over the past few seasons. They, they, they're always competitive. They're always in games. If they can figure that out, they, they, as you said, they could be a dark horse. I don't think there will be. Um, well, it, now's the time, they'll... right? Like with Mayock and um, I can't have forgotten it, Gruden. They like they're known for 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 what basically what the Jets need. Like they've come in, they've reset things, but now is the time they've got to deliver something because they've had time to put all the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Raiders' offense is not one-dimensional, though. Like week one, I think Waller had about eleven or twelve targets. Mm-hmm. This week he had three, and the targets got spread around more. And um, to Henry Ruggs, um, the white slot receiver, I keep forgetting his name. Um, oh, Hunter Renfro. Who should have been a pe- Patriot, to be honest. <laughs> um, but they do something different about him this year. Maybe it's all clicked, and maybe they've got the personnel they need, but. They went against a very good Steelers defense who shut down the Bills in week one. I, th- yeah. I think they're still too hot and cold is their problem, which was exactly the same last year. First 10 weeks, they looked the best defense in the league, and then it all just fell apart. And I think that's going to be the problem. And Ben is done. Ben is done. Just retire, Ben. You're done. He doesn't <laughs> have it anymore. I've decided for him. Ben, you're done. So, Ben, if you're listening... Get those papers in. I in think the we've, we've already retired three players. <laughs> yeah, so, Wentz, Ben, and somebody else, I think. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, yeah. just yeah. I don't think we said retire, but probably shoot, to be honest. Retirement would be better than play for the Jets. Um, Have we got a thing about callbacks this, year, or this week or not? Can we like change you up a bit of running back, maybe? <laughs> oh, wait. We, no, no, no. Carry on. We've got the Falcons coming up soon. So <laughs> Right, okay, so we'll move on to the next one. So it was the Broncos and Jags. So Denver topped that 23-13 at the Jags. Um, I think all I really have to say is Jags just suck. They're just a bad, bad team. And Urban Meyer will be gone at the end of the season. I think I you said that. Yeah. In the preview. Yeah. Um, yeah, bad team, and the Broncos are good, and exactly as we said in the preseason, they're a quarterback away. If they get a quarterback, they will be a very, very dangerous and good team. Um, I think that was really all I kind of took out of that game was the Jags are bad, Broncos almost good. I think that, to me, sums up that game. <laughs> Going back I, I, on the... Go on, Tom, Matthew, mate. I know you're playing Madden. So go <laughs> I was just going to say that I I think the same, but I just don't rate the Broncos. I, I There's just something about it where I just, I can't believe they're a 2-0. and and I just don't think they're that good. Um, I, I, Obviously, I'm happy to be wrong, but 
and I think Teddy Bridgewater is a is just a you know journeyman QB. But even the rest of the team, like they relied a lot on Sutton, uh, and they're playing the Jags, and they still only beat them by ten points. I just yeah, I think the the Broncos will play a good team and get found out. Maybe, but I think that's what we're saying though is is the problem they don't have a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. If they had a good quarterback, they would have beat them by thirty. Easy. But I, I, I like Teddy. I want, like I said, I wanted the Texans to draft him when he got drafted. Um, he's not like, again a train or a cart scenario. He's not a quarterback like a train that will pull your team to victory. If you surround him with talent, it'll be a cart. It will literally put talent around him. He'll get the wins. He moves a change. He won't turn the ball over. Like Kirk Cousins, I don't think he gets a, a decent amount of respect for how good of a quarterback he is. So, I said in the previous show, I think Broncos and Chiefs will make a push in the playoffs. Right, okay, Doc. We will move quickly on then to the next one. So, that was the Panthers and Saints. So, after Panthers... Extremely good showing week. Uh, not the Panthers, sorry. The Saints extremely good week one showing. Um, the Panthers won twenty six seven at home. Um, some, I'd say interesting game, but it wasn't really because it was never really close. It was kind of done by half touch. Um, I think as you said earlier, CB, that Panthers defense is awesome and it's young. Um, and Darnold was very very good. I thought. Um, and CMC is just CMC. I think they could be a very dangerous team um, for any team that they play. Um, Jameis was tremendous. Having like he's back. Jameis is back. Um, <laughs> that that, that you, you had just before halftime. I know it, obviously it was coming towards halftime, and you can make the argument that oh, it's basically just a pun. If but there was there was like six Saints defenders and one. Saints wide receiver and he just yeeted it up. <laughs> it's just I just went wet myself when I when, when I saw it on red zone and then the same when I watched it back when I rewatched the the highlights of the game. It was just brilliant. Just yeah, Jameis is back um, and I'm delighted because I love him. Um, but yeah, so so Panthers Saints. Yeah, for me this this was possibly the worst display of offense I think I've ever seen in about 20 years watching the NFL and which is surreal to say about the Saints because that's normally what they're good at like what was Sean Payton doing this week um so yeah like I, I, I was in shock watching it because I just I respect the Saints and I think the, the Panthers that's a are, lie I know I do I do I respect them as an opponent like they're, they're a really good team um but they they weren't last week or at the weekend, um, and I'm just in shock about it because they were they looked so much better the week before. So I I think I'd, I'd I wouldn't I'd put this down to like a one off that that's not who they are. Do you not um, think that's because of the defense they were playing for? Uh, potentially part of it, but I also you know I I think we're saying the the Panthers are an okay team as well. So there's something in that, but um, yeah. I don't know what to take away from this game. I'm I'm basically saying I don't think we can read too much into anything. I mean, Alvin Kamara had eight carries for five yards. That's Alvin <laughs> Kamara. We know that's their highest receiver was 27 yards. So, 
147 I, I, yards total offense for a Saints team. It, it's just, yeah. And it's not as if they've played like the world's greatest defense. Um, so, yeah, I think they're going to struggle without. I think Jameis is Jameis and they're going to struggle. Um, and it's going to be lovely to watch. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I just I don't look at either of them with huge amount of kind of admiration. It's another one where we'll see we'll see how the season pans out for both of these guys. They could go either way. CB Panthers are number one ranked defense in the NFL at the present moment. Yeah. Young team, seen Sam Darnold in a good offense with receivers yeah. as well. Good receivers, good running back, decent O-line. That could be a dark horse, you know. Um, they've still got the juggernaut of the Buccaneers to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but could easily see them piping a wild card. And when he gets to the off- oh, postseason, anything can happen, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the Saints, it just looks like... One of those games, to be honest, where nothing went right for him. Jameis was doing Jameis, trying to push the ball too much. <laughs> uh, again, it's just these. This week just threw up so many results that you didn't expect. After the Saints demolished the Packers, you thought, okay, they've got something here, and then they go lay an egg like they did. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think. You've, you've said that obviously about just the entire sort of league. I think it was a, a very interesting week with some of the games. I don't think there was many sort of really interesting matchups compared to what we've got week three, but there was, I think, some interesting outcomes came out of it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see as, as, as we go forward. Right, okay, so the next game we'll move on to, I think we can probably be quite quick with this one, but so the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. 35 to nothing. I was hoping Kadeem might put himself forward to come on this week, but he was quite quiet, so um, didn't hear anything from him after his uh, week one win. But yeah, so so Bills Dolphins. Um, I think the Bills look good. Um, I don't think they're as good as they were last year. I think Josh Allen came on a lot in the second half, but I think first half he was. I think he was up. He'd only completed with six passes for about. 60 yards or something something like that. I mean, he, it wasn't the Josh Allen we saw last year. It was more the Josh Allen we saw in his first couple of years. Um, so we'll have to wait and see how, how they go on. But I mean, kind of saying that, but they did still win 35 to nothing. Um, the Finns should be 0-2. They should have lost week one. We fumbled that game away. Um, they're an unbelievably sloppy team. Still got a problem with drops. Um, two is obviously now injured. Possibly might be okay for this week. He's out for three weeks. He is out. Oh, I hadn't seen yeah. that. Right. Okay. So they're in a bit of trouble then. Um, Jacoby Brissett is Jacoby Brissett. He ain't gonna. He ain't gonna win them games on his own. They could be in a bit of trouble now. Um, you can probably hear the disappointment in my voice. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought the, the Bills looked good. Still not sure if they're as good as they were last year. Um, and I thought the Dolphins were just awful, sloppy, sloppy team. Yeah, I think the Bills did what they needed to after last week's disappointment and they bounced back. And they did it in an emphatic way, which said 
you know, we, we are here. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that Bills fans can be happy with that. And, yeah, it's, what's, it's what was expected. Uh, normality think, resumed. I think the Bills didn't play well and they still put up that many points against the Dolphins team. Um, I think Josh, uh, Josh Allen had a um, completion percentage of about 50%, to be honest. So, mm. again, it wasn't a great game to watch. I think the Dolphins were just bad and losing to it early on made it worse. Um, their O-line is a shambles. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but Bills just done what they need to do to get a win. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's a lot more to come from the Bills this season. Yeah, um, but again, Dolphins are in trouble now, and I'm surprised they haven't made an offer for Watson yet. I was actually going to ask that. Do you think now with Tua, do you reckon we might see something um, movement on that front again? But uh, I, haven't, well, I haven't seen anything. The last last report I got from someone that I follow about the Texans is um, there was an offer, but Dolphins wanted to tie it to um, a not legal protection for it. So if Watson mm. does um, go down, league or go down, <laughs> whatever, um, then the deal becomes null and void. But Texans are right saying, well, if you want a player, then yeah. You take the risk now, like we're taking the risk of keeping them on the roster. Yeah. Um, so I'll see. I'll see if I, I'll see if Dolphins get turned over this week. I can see an offer being made mm. because since losing Tyrod, I thought well there could be a possibility of him being active this week against the Panthers, but no. no. Next day. Watson is now out for Thursday night game. So, yeah, I think we could be seeing a lot of that. Um, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay, Doc. So we'll move on to the next game. So Eagles versus Niners. Um, interesting. I thought it was quite interesting. Um, so the Niners won seventeen eleven um, in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I, one of my biggest things that I took out of this is that the Niners are overrated. Um, Agreed. I don't think they're as good as people think they are. I still think they're a good team, but they well still coached. have Kyle. Well, I was just going to say they still have Kyle Shanahan. Um, Eagles aren't as bad as what I thought they were going to be this year. Jalen Hurts is awesome. Um, he looked really good. Um, and that touchdown that was called back for a legal touching is a nonsense. That rule needs changed. He was pushed out. What is he supposed to do? Um, I hate seeing them. Um, that should be a touchdown. And I, yeah, I really, that, I really hate the taunting penalties this year as well. Uh, well, can can we hold that one? Because that was going to be one of my questions at the end. Was yeah, that's fine. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, Jalen Hurts, I think, is the biggest oh, boom or bust player there is. Um, what I mean by that is, you see some of those throws he makes, like forty, fifty yards down the field, 
absolutely perfect. But trying to complete the um, third, uh, third and fives, third and shorts, etc., he struggles. So he doesn't really move the chains like you hope he would. I think that, do you not think that will come for? It will come. But again, the Eagles should have won this game, to be fair. They were, um, had a fourth and one and couldn't pound it in. They had the illegal touching penalty called back. Um, they should have walked away with this game and they didn't. Yeah, they're going to struggle. Yeah. Um, it was it was one that I think didn't really appear much on red zone to start with, um, but towards the end you seem to see it a bit more with the sort of the legal touch, and then you couldn't see them. As you said, they couldn't have pounded in on, um, towards the end. Um, so we did see a bit more of that game towards the end, but the highlights it looked like it was not bad game for for a seventeen eleven game. Um, obviously, it was close till the end. Um, I, th- I thought it was quite interesting. Um, Tio, I can't remember if you've mentioned anything or not. Or are you doing gross to Madden? No, 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 I'm listening. I'm listening. So, <laughs> like, I think the, the Eagles played us week one and they were like moderately impressive, but they're playing us. Um, Jalen Hurts, I, I agree with everything it said. I think uh, he's had a really, really good start to the season, much better than I thought he would, um, and vindicated their decision to been off once um i kind of agree i think again this is another game of two teams i think the 49ers might be more likely to be there at the end but i also agree that they're massively overrated and i think they're heading for a qb crisis um i think they're well coached i think carl shanahan's a really good coach and i think they'll get they'll they'll win games purely from certain schemes and things like that so um yeah i think it was it was all right. It was a bit dull, low-scoring event, um, and both teams will feel like they should have beaten the other. To be honest, I think going back to what you mentioned there about heading for the QB crisis, I think the fact that they are well coached and will they're good enough to win close games, <coughs> excuse me, that will fend off that problem. That they well, will just, win enough think, games that it, that won't become an issue this year. I think next year, yes, I, I think Lance will start next year. I don't think well, there's I think any that's, debate on that. For me, next year, that's that's not a controversy because everybody's kind of assuming that. But yeah. I, I do think there's no way that you can not cause issues in the team where some players don't know who their QB their QB really is. Um, and then you're going to have uh, th- just the players themselves going, as soon as one of them has a good game, they're going to want to start. Um, yeah. And I just can't see how that leads to anything other than problems. I just don't yeah. see the upside at all. Whereas like if he'd have just named Garoppolo as his guy, and then just said, uh, but yeah, you know, we still might use Lance for certain things. And I think that's what he did, though. He, I think that's what they did. He said Jimmy like G's a... the, the starter and Fields will be kind of, because I know obviously CB, you mentioned Lance. in the, uh, sorry, yeah, not Fields, sorry. Um, CB mentioned in the in the preview one that um, they're kind of going to run a quarterback by committee, which I didn't realise uh, and didn't like the sound of. Um, but from, I, I went and looked up kind of what some of the, the quotes were and stuff. And it did very much seem like Jimmy G's the guy, but we will be using Trey Lance. Um, I did hear one reporter say that um, Garoppolo was one quarter away from being benched. Uh, the first two quarters against the Eagles, he was shocking. And then quarter three, he was perfect. So yeah. 
I think Shannon's doing the correct thing about sitting Trey Lance or giving him a little bit of exposure here and there this season because looking at where he was in the preseason, he's a dynamic player and probably a red shirt season from him, seeing behind Garoppolo. Maybe yeah. some good. Yeah. Um, right, okay, so we'll move on to the penultimate one. So Cowboys Chargers. Uh, he just not, he just he's making me wait till the end to say about how crap my team are. Shit, I've actually forgotten. I've forgotten to write down the Falcons game. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Oh, right, so it's not the penultimate games. We've got three left. So Cowboys Chargers. Um, so Cowboys. Definitely not an accident. It, it, it genuinely was. That's the one game I've forgotten to write down. Um, so Cowboys Chargers 2017 to the Cowboys. Um, Cowboys offense, I thought, is awesome, brilliant. CD Lamb will be special, but that defense is going to let them down. Um, and the Chargers are just the Chargers. Um, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know. I think similar to the Browns, until they do something, and I, and I don't know what that something is, but they're just they're just the Chargers. CB. Um, again, great two two great offenses on display, um, two poor defenses. Um, no scoring though for it's like, decision, for two like good I offenses. I, I haven't watched the game. I'm just hearing like reports and podcasts from like around the NFL, etc. Um, and watching the stats, and I don't know how it's such a low scoring game re- in regards to what they were talking about regarding. No team had no defence. You they went up and down the field with ease, and I looked at the score. And I thought, well, twenty seventeen. Well, must be a lot of turnovers, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. So, Cowboys will put up a lot of points, but again, their defence is issue. They've got the Mikael Parsons starting at defensive end at the present moment. Yeah, that's um, an interesting one. It's looked good and, though. Chargers, like I said, must be a daily thing, but they always had a always a soft spot for the Chargers. Uh, yeah, I think Daily Mister X always makes me feel really sad when they lose, and it's always like such a sad loss as well. Um, you don't you don't see them getting blown out, do you? It's not like no. they're losing by twenty odd points. It's either a missed field goal or <laughs> or a score in it. You don't see them. They're not a terrible team. Yeah. I think there is a stat, but it's incredible. Like, was it last season, the amount of games that they lost by that were just so close? Um, it just seems to be every week for them. Um, but yeah, Tio? Yeah, I think that they're, they're, both these are kind of teams on the verge of potentially doing something. And it, they kind of could go either way. Um I think, you know, like I have the same affinity after watching Hard Knocks. I think you always want to see the players do well. Um, yeah, Mika Parsons looks quality. And I just, I just think these are both teams I'm actually excited to see how they develop and what, what happens. Yeah, right. Okay, so right, we'll, we'll go on to penultimate game now. So, Tio, we'll, we'll hand this one over to you. So, the Atlanta Falcons went into Tampa Bay and nearly got 50 burgered. Um, so they lost twenty five forty eight. So Teal, how much did you enjoy that game? You know what? Can I, 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 sorry, can I, just, can, I, can I just jump in? Um, I did like how Matt Ryan made Tom Brady look like Lamar Jackson with his speed <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> uh, 
And that's what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> the one thing I can't deal with is Matt Ryan slander. Anything else? With I'm okay with. But, like, the Matt, guy's a saint. Matthew I mean, Bage. I said this at the time while in the in this uh, channel whilst we were like the games were on. Um, the thing with, with the Falcons is the hope that kills you. I went into this game going, we're going to lose by 50 points. So didn't care, didn't care. We started really, really well. And then it, it kind of like lifts you a little bit. And then you get crushed. Then we started playing even better again. Like, oh, okay, maybe we can stay in this. And so by the third quarter, we were, we yeah, were in the comeback. game. There was a comeback on, yeah. And then and then 20 point deficit in the final. Tom Brady yeah. plays like he's bloody 20 years old again with five TDs. I, yeah, I don't I don't sad. he's not in a Patriots jersey, so I don't begrudge him to be honest. Like as a as a buck, he's all right, he's fine by me. They're they're a quality team. They kept all their starters. I expected, but we cannot win games if we do not protect Matt Ryan. He has just been on his ass for two games. And he's not holding onto the ball, and he's having to try and throw it within seconds. And then uh, the how last. How tall is Matt Ryan? Uh, six foot four. Oh, and he can't throw over a defensive lineman. <laughs> what do you mean about that? <laughs> it's hard to throw over a defensive lineman when they're in your face in three seconds. We've got a terrible O line. We've got we've got a rookie left guard who, by all intents and purposes, is seems to be crap. And then we've got he, a right. He just retired as well. He should, yeah. There you go. Add to the O-line. And then add, Matt Ryan. <laughs> add, add Caleb McGarry to that as well. The is that the centre? Right, right tackle. Is that, is that the one that, that tweeted being like, oh, if you don't want it, if you don't want to see your, this happen to your quarterback, draft that's me. The, that's the left guard, yeah. Is that the left guard? Yeah, that, that's terrible. Yeah, that one's, yeah, beautiful. So it's it's been a, yeah, tough one. One good yeah. thing, Cordell Patterson, but that one-handed I'll, grab. I'll, oh, that was, I'll that leave was you with sick. this. I watched, I watched a video, and uh, it was somebody saying Atlanta Falcons are the shock package for the, for the year, and he basically just went through their schedule, right? Our next game is against the Giants. Then we play Washington. Then we play the Jets. Then we play the Dolphins. And they basically said, by the time we get to, uh, I think it's the Cowboys in, in Week 8, we'll be 5-3. and three. Yeah, but you and, just said of those four games, you'll probably lose at least three of them. I well, it depends on who you're saying it to, but like the fans believe, like the Giants are 0-2, look terrible. Washington look pretty bad. The Jets are a f- dumpster fire. The Dolphins are terrible and have no tour. Depends if he's playing. So by the time you get Panthers and Saints, you probably do lose a, potentially lose a couple more. Not if it's Jay, uh, uh, Winston playing as Winston. Tom, so, Tom, um, Tom, Tom, you said a minute ago that the hope kills you, mate. Like, <laughs> I, 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 actually, I actually like you, Tom, so I don't really want you to suffer. But you're going to play Washington. Young and Sweat and Allen and Payne are going to destroy Matt Ryan. Yeah. You won't be able to get away. So at least you've admitted it's not Matt Ryan's fault then. <laughs> well, it is if you can't throw over the old lineman. Oh, no. I mean, he can throw the alignment. It's just the alignment on there. <laughs> right, okay, Doc. So, well, yeah, I, what... I, to be honest, I did like the pick six. It was like a volleyball shot, wasn't it? Like, oh, he just by that threw, point... straight, threw straight at the defensive lineman's head. So he just think... squatted it forward. <laughs> I think by that point he'd given up. As would yeah. I. Although it wasn't, it wasn't the best uh, pick six that was thrown. Was it? Was it Darnold that threw the one and he threw it straight to the Saints? 
like 350 pound defensive tackle he kind of tried a sort of lateral and just threw it straight into the Saints player's arms that one was brilliant um like the opposite of Jameis just yeeting it up just throwing it sort of three yards in front of him right into the lap of, of a 300 pound Saints D lineman um but yeah there was some there was some interesting quarterback play this week but uh right okay so we'll move on to to the very last game um so Detroit Green Bay I was actually quite hopeful going into this game I did stay up and made it to half time um and was a bit disappointed that I was knackered and was heading off to bed because I thought oh this could be a good game but I woke up saw the score and thought thank Christ I did because Detroit didn't score another point um so Detroit went into Green Bay lost 35-17 um good first half um didn't watch the second and completely forgot to watch the highlights today, so I've no idea how, how the game finished. Um, but the lines, I don't think are as bad as people thought they were going to be. Um, Goff, I think people slated out Goff a lot, and obviously some of the quotes and things, snippets that have come out about him, about needing help from Sean McVay, calling plays and reading coverages. Um, I could be completely wrong, and he threw four picks in the second half. <laughs> I, d- I don't know, because I've not seen the end of the game, but um, he's looked better than I think what a lot of people thought he was going to be but the lines are just there's so many holes on that team um, I don't know if any of you guys saw the game or watched the highlights uh, admittedly no I've got no right. interest in this crap um, useless then so we'll move on to CB now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I'm with Tom here uh, I didn't watch the game I haven't even watched it on the highlights yet because, like I said in the previous show, I think the Lions are a dumpster fire and I'd rather talk about Matt Ryan than watch the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so the Lions are crap. Packers, they were my pick for the Super Bowl win. I think that's shot to shit already, but... Um, Aaron Rodgers tearing down the building from the inside out. From the inside, yeah. It seems to be like that. Um, right, okay, doke. So we, as we said, we have some questions from various people. Um, no, I'm not single. Just yeah. Here. Um, right. So the first question is from Griff, which is mainly aimed at Teal. Um, but how does it feel knowing that you're going to get owned by Tom Brady twice a season for the foreseeable future? <laughs> I said, to be honest, I'm I'm chill about it. I'm chill about it. We we gave them some good games. We we, we they had to do a comeback against us last year, which they then quoted in their Super Bowl. What was it? America's game as the turning point of the season when we give up a thirty point lead. So basically, Matt Ryan. So Matt Ryan is responsible for another Tom Brady Super Bowl victory. Is what you're saying? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But again, in a Bucks uniform, I don't begrudge him. Just got boring with the Pats. You you all need humbling. Although, to be honest, the Bucks are heading that way as well. Matt in the league is unbearable. Oh. I could just hear you getting more raging as you talk. <laughs> Think about young Rory, Tom. Oh. Well, young Rory, was he knows what it's like to suffer, whereas, you know, Matt's a bandwagon fan. Is he, though? I don't think he is. Yeah, he is. You can tell. You can see it in his eyes. <laughs> right, OK, though. So next question was from Ian. So he has basically said, how do we think each quarter, rookie quarterback has looked? Um, 
Every single one of them is better than Alan. Alan? Josh Allen. I'd have, I'd have all the rookies over Josh Allen. He's crapping it. Oh, of course that because the question's from Ian, right? Okay, so um, <laughs> I'll I'll give a more serious answer. So Trevor Lawrence, serious questions, bad team. Don't know yet. I think. Yeah, I think big season for him. Need to wait and see. Um, next up, Zach Wilson, uh, retire. Awful, just dreadful. He was set up to fail from from the word go. Um, Trey Lance, not really seen much on. Um, Justin Fields, I did think he looked that great in the sort of highlights that I saw, but again, comes into the game, tough. We're going to get to see a few starting games out of him now. He's been named the starter going forward because Dalton's out. So interesting. And Mark Jones will be Rookie of the Year. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Go. So that, yeah, that's my that's my five. Um, I said to you previous show, Mac Jones will probably be Rookie of the Year. It should affect the style every every single game, Tom. Oh, that was a reason. Um, Music to my ears. Uh, Justin Fields, bad coaching, just a bad yeah. organization. Um, need to get rid of Nagy to see the best of him. Um, Trey Lance. Won't see much of him this season, so stood out on him. Zach Wilson, again, another bad organisation. Don't think he's as bad as he is. Um, just terrible, terrible coaching staff around him. Um, David Mills will probably be pushing uh, Mac Jones for offensive rookie of the year. Trav? Jamar Chase will be rookie of the year. He won't though, because you have no one to throw to, because Burrow will be dead. Yeah, <laughs> Burrow will be Burrow will be dead by week f- four or five. Uh, right, All okay. The time. <laughs> so Tom, you kind of chimed in there. Um, agreement, or I know. Yeah, I mean, the, I agree with all of them apart from Mac Jones has not played anybody good. Wait till he plays a proper defense. He's I, I don't well since since this week. I think you 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 you've got your. Um, blue glasses on and we'll just have to wait and see but yeah I think um, I echo what's been said to be honest I think I think this year will be proved to be a good year for QBs I think that more of them will be good than than busts um, and I think next year doesn't have a lot of talent so Malik Wilson Ian's second question is just who, which rookie has looked the best on offense and defense? So I will go again. Matt Jones, I think, has been the best. Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> would be the other one. And on defense, I would, I think it has to be Mika Parsons. Um, yeah, so that would be that would be my two for, for Ian's next question. You two? Rand- Randall Moore and JC Hall. Uh, I'll say Randall Moore and Patrick Satan. He has been good. He's looked very good. Right, okay, Doc. So next one was from Matt. So his question was, is the NFC West overrated? Um, NFC so, West? Okay. So he said, Seahawks losing to bad Titans side. Rams and 49ers just beating Colts and Eagles. And the Cards winning because of a missed field goal against the Vikings. So do we basically think the NFC West is overrated? Um, 
The problem no. with the, the concept of overrated and underrated depends on where you had them in the first place. Well, I think I this has possibly come from the preview podcast because I had the NFC West as being unbelievably good. Um, I think all four teams could be very, very good. I think we'll all. I think CB, you said they'll all have winning records. I think that's yeah. possibly where the questions come from. Right. Um, but yeah, I, think- I, 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 I think it's too early to say that, but but possibly. But I would still say no. I still think that is yeah. the best and toughest division in the NFL. I think you should go on, Tom. Go on, Tom. I was going to say, like, it's it's the only division in the NFL where there isn't a a crap team that is going to get beaten up by the rest. Um, and I think the nature of divisions like that, they all have to play each other twice. So mm-hmm. actually, like, the records thing's a bit misleading because, you know, they can all basically beat each other and yeah. hurts their re- overall records rather than one team just, like, beating everybody kind of like uh, like... Ian will be in the uh, division we've got in our league where he gets, you know, <laughs> six easy wins. Um, so, yeah, I think I still think it's the best division in terms of all around every team is a competing team. Well, you look at the, the teams they played, all, apart from the Seahawks, everyone was away from home. Um, the Seahawks lost to a AFC um, divisional game um, compared to the last year in the Titans and they're not a bad team look at what they've got on the offence mm-hmm. um, the Rams went to the Colts and I said to you earlier the Rams didn't play well I think the Rams have got so much more to come to Cardinals went into a very good Vikings um, team and won mm-hmm. and the San Francisco got a win in Philly so tough place to go Tough place to go, and you can only beat what's in front of you. They've got a winning record. Oh, majority of them have got a winning record, I think. Only the Seahawks are, Seahawks are 1-1, Rams are 2-0, 49ers are 2-0, and Cardinals are 2-0. So, yeah, all got positive records, all over 500. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. so Matt's second question was, is the AFC South this year worse than the NFC East last no. year? I would say no, because the Titans are still there. Uh, the Texans have shown flashes so far. Again, it's hard because we're only two weeks in. Um, but at the moment, I would say no, because we still have the Titans in there, who probably will be at least, well, they are going to be at least in the divisional game. Um, well, actually, no, sorry, they might not be. Um, they're at least going to be in the playoffs um, and probably will make the divisional game. Um, so I would say no. CB said no. So I, I, agreed. I, I think the AFC East is a worse division than the AFC South. The AFC East? Yeah. With the Bills, Pats and Dolphins? Bills are... No doubt the best team in that division. The rest of them are just average. I'm not I'm yeah, I'm not gonna say anymore. <laughs> you can't hack it, can you? No. <laughs> like you say on Sunday league, he doesn't like it often. Says the boy it was you could like I could visibly hear you shaking <laughs> as you were getting angrier and angrier discussing Matt Ryan. But anyway, we'll move on to the next question. Well, Matt, I, so. I, I I see Ace. Look at who you've got in there, you've got the Jets. 
I'm oh, yeah, the Jets are bad. No. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, play them off against each other. The Jets and the Jags, they're both terrible. Sure. Patriots Eagles. and the Colts are both meh. Used to be good. Dolphins uh, and Texans, meh. Dolphins and Texans, meh. And you got Titans versus the Bills, which yeah, are very they're pretty much teams. A, yeah, they're probably about level. I'm with CB. You've sold it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know you are winding me up now. I'm, so I'm literally just... not. No, I'm not <laughs> winding you up. <laughs> I, think, I think you legitimately think you're a lot better than you really are. Well, we'll, we'll see it come the end of the season. Um, but, yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll move on to Matt's next question. So, which team has been the biggest surprise so far this season? Could be better or worse than what we expected? Um, Texans. Yeah, I think it has to be. Yeah. Yeah, I think it has to be. I think every... I mean... I never like to say somebody's going to go 0-17, but going into the season, I thought this could be a serious contender for doing that. Or... Well, week, week one, all those 0-17 bets were blown up. <laughs> yeah, um, I, and like in spectacular fashion too. I think I think they were, the, they maybe possibly still are the number one ranked offense, I think possibly because of week one, and then they weren't dreadful week two. Um, I think they possibly maybe are still ranked number one. Um Actually, no, Bucks, Bucks must be now because of Brady's still nine TDs. I'd give well, an honourable mention to the Saints for just, like, complete Jekyll and Hyde games. Yeah. Like, it, it, their week two performance would be the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. And their week one performance, they were dominant, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, yeah, Texans probably would... I think, kind of, we all agreed on probably the biggest. Um, so, right, la- uh, last question from Matt. After two games, who won the draft? Um, I don't think we can even. Uh, I couldn't say anybody. Um, not we've not seen that player that was came out of the fifth round. That is. I can't believe you're stud. not saying Mac Jones dropping. Well, it's too early. Uh, it, the the draft you can't tell until at least sort of week seven, eight, nine, at least halfway through the season. Um, I still wouldn't like to say who won the draft until the end of the year. Yeah, I think it also depends on the depth of like not just the top overall pick. Yeah. But if you're kind of just going on the top overall pick, I think the two cornerbacks in Horn and Satan, yeah. those teams can't believe that they dropped. Yeah. CB? Again, far too early to tell, to be honest. Um, yeah. Patriots fans think they've got the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> Walk some water. <laughs> I can't wait for him to be terrible. It's going to be brilliant. Oh, he's a five-pick game. Oh, can't wait for that. They deserve it. Uh, it, was really such hope... a, it was such a peaceful year when they had come Newton. Oh, just... I really hope in week five, when he's Texans versus Patriots, that he lays an egg. Yeah, I'll, I would love that. Yes, yeah, so I'll be when I'm looking for folk to come on the podcast afterwards, and then you DM and say I'm available, and I just ignore it. <laughs> hey, you'll Don't. be looking. You'll be looking for a new team to support when you get. I'll, to that I'll be. I'll be getting Griffin Bryce on instead. A safe place. <laughs> Don't right. I'll, I'll get. I'll get him to send me the link on the actual. <laughs> right, just to randomly pop on. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, so la- <clears throat> last question was from SC. So he has asked, do we think Zach Wilson's problems in the first two games are on him? Or is it just the Jets being Jets and throwing, throwing him to the Lions early? And will they, will they regret Jetson and Darnold? Jar- I think Darnold's success in the Panthers so far is a, such a big indicator that this is on the Jets. And they could put any QB back there and they would get the same results. I think, obviously, some of it will be Wilson, but he's he is... 
inexperienced. That's the point. I, I think this is entirely the Jets' fault, and I feel sorry for the kid. Yeah, I would. I would agree. I, I, but he should definitely <laughs> retire. <laughs> As I said in the um, in the preview season preview one, I hate seeing rookie quarterbacks starting. Um, unless your name's Mark Jones. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I, as I said on that, I was I was stunned when when Cam went, and I I don't like seeing rookie quarterbacks starting. I think they should sit for a year. But Jets from day one, Wilson was always the starter. I said they would regret it. I think probably they will seriously, and I think we will see just Darnold Mark too. I think they'll just destroy him before we can even see if what what is there. Um. So yeah, I, I would agree. I would say yes to what SC has said. I think, I think it is mainly on the Jets. However, Zach Wilson, all four picks were on him. They were all bad, bad throws. Um, it's not like there was a tipped pass and one came down or or anything like that. I think they were they all were bad on throws. Him. He was also yeah. under pressure for most of them. Yeah, but then that's where you you take the sack. Yeah, I know, but you you take the sack loads of times, and then, and then exactly that's that's where. You know, you're only going to learn that by coaching. But then also, like, if he was out there t- taking the sacks, then everybody's saying the same stuff about, oh, he's, made, he's not made any throws, etc. So I just it, think it's it's lose lose for him. It's the Jets being Jets. Um, they've done it with Donald, but the difference between Donald and Wilson that the famous ghost game against the Patriots, where Donald was seeing ghosts on the field, which I was at. Uh, I was at that game. Were you at it? Do you I have your Matt Jones t-shirt on it? Yeah. You no, I didn't. Picking up, picking up I, your... Um, I, did have my Bra- I did have my Brady jersey on, but yeah, um, yeah we, that was we, we've let go. That was a bad game. Belichick confused the hell out of Donald, so it got him seeing ghosts in the field of where his uh, defensive backs were, just man- magically appearing out of nowhere. Where you look at this game, Zach Wilson is actually trying to force throws downfield. Um, there were bad throws, they shouldn't be thrown, but he's trying to force the play downfield. Where if there was some leadership in a Jets team, would have sat him back and went, calm the F down, simplified <coughs> your ways, play easy. It may have been a different, oh, it won't, well, the result would have been roughly the same, but it may have been better QB play. Yeah. But I think the organisation for the Jets is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, it's you get drafted to go to New York, then it's quite bad that you rather go to the Giants than the Jets. But yeah, I just think it's the Jets being Jets, and they'll ruin this young man's career. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Right, okay, doc. So this wasn't one of the, the the questions I'd written down, but I said I was going to mention it. So the, the one of the big ones going into the season was obviously the introduction of the new Taunton rule. Um, We've seen it quite a few times already, um, so I kind of just wanted to. What, what was? What did you guys think of the of the Taunton rule and how it's been implemented? And do they need to scrap it already? Oh, it's just it's a bullshit. bag of balls, isn't it? It's bullshit. Um, yeah. What's the What's the difference between Aaron Donald getting a sack, then going behind the quarterback and flexing to a and um, tight end making a great catch and spinning the ball? Because yeah. it's balls. Because the ball spun towards the opposition sideline, he got a flag for it. Yeah. It, it, it is bullshit. You're taking all the entertainment out of the game. It's like playing football and you can't, scot- and can't celebrate a goal. Yeah. 
No, I I mean, I completely agree. I think it is a nonsense. I think this is another one that is the Chiefs' fault, along with those stupid numbers that they've introduced because it was their proposal. Um, the yellow bloody gloves that all their players wear does my head in because I keep thinking there's flags on the field. Um, but yeah, I, I, I blame the Chiefs. This, this was Tyreek Hill, the peace sign. That's what led to this, I think. So... Another reason I hate the Chiefs. Um, but the one thing I will say that I have, I do like about this taunting rule is it does make me laugh so much when a player does it and then acts all shocked and surprised when they get the flag and start shouting and complaining. It, like, you know it's there. Don't do it. Like, certain teams you will not see it. You won't see it from the Patriots. You won't see it from Green Bay. Just, they're... There's certain teams probably won't see it from the Steelers. Well-coached teams won't do these things. Probably won't see it from the Saints. Like it, it will be the same teams that we see it from every week doing the same dumb shit. And it'll be the well-coached teams that won't do it. Probably because the Patriots aren't scoring many touchdowns. <laughs> I can't wait another reason, the, but the Patriots to do it this weekend. I'm going to clip this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're playing the Saints defense, so we probably won't score a touchdown. I mean, but... And the Raiders will get blown out. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. I, agree. I just think I just it, for me like when I first started watching, it was celebrations were half the game. Like mm. watching Chad Ochocinco or Chad Johnson, I remember him as um, doing doing stupid stuff on the sidelines. Uh, mm. Terrell Owens doing the same. Like it was fun. It was part of the game. And I just don't I don't understand what the upside of ruling it out is. Like, what are they trying to prevent? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's not like there's been like a, a fan issue where somebody's run on the field or no something like like I watched the the infamous. I mean, it's changing sports slightly, but the the, the infamous basketball incident between the Pistons, um, oh, where yes. yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, I watched that the other night, um, and like it's it's not like something like that happened. I mean, there was there was the one with the I think it was the Jags and the Ravens a few years ago when uh, Ravens. I don't know if it was O lineman or D lineman, but he was a big guy. Basically, tried to get in the stand because they were throwing stuff at him. Um, like it's not like something like that happened where somebody no. taunted. The Packers fans and or well, they're whatever. not. Like, you're not even talking about taunting fans, really. Like, yeah, just it's, talking it's about celebrations yeah. in each um, other. And like, for me, it adds spice to it. The, the Bucks yeah. versus the Chiefs. Like, um, exactly. the Chiefs, the Chiefs did it against the Bucks, and the Bucks that hurt, and they came yeah. back and beat them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, they did like, it exactly the same in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, and that's that's what you want to see as a fan, even as a neutral. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like it, but as I said, I do find it very funny when you see the players what, complaining. If, if Mac Jones scored a touchdown, got out like a, a $100 bill and then burnt and smoked it, like that would make me like him. No, that would no, be cool. no, no that's, <laughs> just a, that's just a downright lie. <laughs> I, would, I would like him if he did that, but he's not because he's a loser. <laughs> He'll never do something cool like that. Right, okay, no. so we'll, we'll finish there. So lastly, we'll just I'll quickly just run through the week three schedule and we'll just give our picks. Um, so we'll start off Thursday night game, Panthers, Houston. Uh, I can't see anything but a Panthers win. No, same. Texans. I thought that might be, thought that might be coming. Yeah, right, Sunday. It's the hope that kills you. 
<laughs> Sunday yeah. 6 o'clock games. I, I haven't got Matt Ryan, though. That is true. Um, so there is always hope if you don't have Matt Ryan. Uh, right, okay. Sunday 6 o'clock games. So Indy at Tennessee. Um, Tennessee for me. Um, yes. I mean, you're basically just going for the favourites. You may as well just say where there's going to be an upset. Coach. <laughs> I see what we're doing here. Right, Falcons at Falcons at Giants. Uh, I am going Giants. Oh, but behave. Stop trying to wind me up. Just be honestly, who do you think will win that game? Giants. Um, Danny Dines. He looked brilliant last week. They're at home. Nonsense. Need to win. They always got 0-2 and then win the next how's game. He, how's he so quick without being quick? I don't understand it. Oh, Matt Ryan's gonna make him look like Usain Bolt. Are you having a laugh? I can I could go and get about twenty clips right now of Matt Ryan scrambling. No, oh, he's uh, Matt Ryan's got wheels. I think I'm more of a Matt Ryan fan than a Falcons fan. Right, oh, Matt, so two giant picks. Two giant picks. in concrete boots. <laughs> right, okay. No, so next game: Chargers at Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs will win this bounce back game. At home. If it was the other way around, I think Chargers will give them a game, but I, I can see the Chiefs blowing yeah. them out. Chargers will get close, miss a field goal, Chiefs win. <laughs> CB? Chargers. <laughs> He's such a knob. <laughs> right, Bengals at Pittsburgh. Why, why, why am I not from? Because I actually think the Chargers might actually win. <laughs> CB's, got, CB's got the biggest acker of all time going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is gonna hit like the limit. Like you're not even gonna get the payout on it because it's gonna hit the million quid limit on Skybet stroke Willie Hill. Just wait till Jack's game. Right, okay. One question. Did you see that wager someone put on and he had Yeah, line every line and line oh, he must feel gutted. No, he's I mean, a Muppet. That's what, and that was what was driving all the returns anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was plus four hundred, I think was his, was the price on it. Um right, okay, okay, so Bengals at Pittsburgh. Uh I will go Pittsburgh. Bengal. This this is the game Burroughs dies. Um <laughs> TJ TJ Watt, if, I don't know if TJ Watt is fit, but this is the game Burroughs gets killed. Um I think Bengals beat them. Oof. CB. Um, yeah, Steelers. Okay, so another six o'clock. Bears at Browns. Uh, Browns. Uh, Browns. Yeah, the Browns should walk them if they are who I think they are. But Baker Mayfield's an overrated midget. So. Fuck me, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And you got Matt Ryan. And you're t- <laughs> you can't talk. <laughs> Right. Bear, bears or Browns? Yes, go on, CB. Make your choice. Bears and Browns. Browns. You're obsessed with Matt Browns. Ryan. Right. Uh, next one. Baltimore at Detroit. Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, right. Okay. No, we'll just. We should probably just skip the next one because I know exactly what there's, you two are going to say. But Saints at New England. Uh, Saints. New England. Saints. New England. Oh. Well, he's gone for all the underdogs, mate. I'm not Right, next up. Here we go. I'm intrigued to see what answer we get off CB here. Arizona at Jacksonville. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, cards. Yeah, cards, cards. for me. Yep. Right. Uh, Washington at Buffalo. Washington. 
Did you both say Washington there? Yep. Yes. I uh, yeah, I think their oh. prop is going to be quarterback. So. I think that uh, vaccinated players play better. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Buffalo. Uh, right, Jets at Denver. Uh, Denver. Yeah, Denver. Denver. Uh, right. So Miami at Las Vegas. Uh, I am Raiders. gonna go. No, I am gonna switch it because I still don't trust the Raiders. I am gonna go. Did we say two is out? Two is out. Two is out. Oh, he's out. Yeah, Raiders. Fucking <laughs> that lasted long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Raiders. TV. Right. Uh, okay, doc. So nine twenty-five. Seattle at Minnesota. Oh, Seattle. Seattle bounce back game. Yeah. Uh, Vikings punish them. So the game of the week: Bucks at Rams. Bucks, and I take a ten point spread. I am gonna go Rams. That Bucks defense is beat up. The secondary. Um and. Matt Stafford's overrated. Yeah, I'm going Rams. And here was you saying I'm taking all the favourites. I'm going Rams. CB? Rams. TO? Bucks on the spread? Bucks. I'll take, I'll take them against the spread. I'd say I'll give you a 10-point head start. Yeah. Ooh, right. I'll, go ten, I'll go 10 on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that as well. Uh, right, okay, doc. So the late game Sunday, I think also an awesome game. Uh, Green Bay at Niners. Uh, Niners for me. I'll say this in Scottish. Packers. Niners. Again, I'm backing against the team that tipped to win the Super Bowl, but yeah, Niners for me. And probably going to be a dumpster fight of a game, the Monday night game, Philadelphia at Dallas. Oh, that's a tough one. Toss a coin. Uh, I'm going to say Cowboys. Maybe. Um, Cowboys. Um, now that Eagles lost their best defensive in Graham for the season, I think the Cowboys are going to have too much for them. Yeah, I agree. I think Dallas will walk that game. Um, right, okay, no, so that's them all there. Um, Falcons so on the bye. Uh, we did the Falcons game, didn't we? I don't yeah. remember. Falcons Giants, yeah, we did. Because oh, yeah, Tom right. Tom shouted at me for saying the Giants. Oh, I didn't think I made a pick. Yeah, I think. Did you just want to remind me that you picked the Giants? <laughs> so, I'll, uh, I'll go with the Giants with um, Danny Tep- Dimes. Uh, Forty yard <laughs> touchdown, right? Rushing touchdown. Do you want a tenner on that one? I'll give you each a tenner. <laughs> What odds you give me on that? We're well, evens. Well, just well, one of us wins or doesn't. Oh, no, I could get better at the bookies for that. Well, you think they're going to win anyway? Yeah. Yeah, I think they will. Right, right we'll, okay, we'll take evens then, wouldn't you? Uh, I'll do evens uh, with you, Tom. There you go. All right, there you go. It's on the podcast. You can't can't welch. We'll make we'll make sure that's PayPal's across. Right, okay, so, 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 so we got we got two the two bets going on, haven't we? What was that? No, we I'm not putting bat- money on the. All right, I'll, you got, I'll do. You, you, you got the bucks with a ten point spread. All right, games. fine, I'll do that. What odds will you give me on the double? Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing ten pounds each, mate. <laughs> no, I'm wanting a double on. 
No, I'm just like, let's not overcomplicate it. I'm not a bookmaker. <laughs> you tried to be, though. No, I don't. Right. That's us an hour and 40, so good time to end it. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank No, no, not bedtime no, it's, yet. But, uh, it's, been, yeah. it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah, it has been uh, good to. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, so thank we you for have listening. A special if shout out to DJ's wife for being yes. the oh, yes, definitely. best member of the league. Big shout out to DJ's wife who appeared last night. Um, please come back. I thought I thought you did a you, you you did a solid in remembering to delete him from the not safe for work chat. I, I didn't. But, but then you didn't do it, and I yeah. thought I was I was tempted to put a comment in there, so it flashed up while she <laughs> so was. So was I. <laughs> so was I. But I thought better not. Um, but yeah. You know what you you know what you guys remind me of. You know when the girl comes on the headset when you're playing that Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, it's a girl. It's a girl. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I just like can can, honestly can we say this is DJ and give them Charlie like. Give, give Charlie to DJ and we'll take Mrs. DJ. Oh, there's no way Charlie lasts the season. Uh, we'll see. Right, anyway, um, thank you very much for coming on. Um, wait Thanks to see how things me. get on. Um, hopefully, maybe do another one next week. Um, hopefully, get a couple of folk. I've got a couple of folk, possibly. Um, maybe yeah, try to Dean to host one. because It won't be as fun as me, and, me. me and Carl. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for you two for coming on. Um, and basically, the only thing left to say is go, Matt Jones.